Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Oh, welcome. Oh, I'm back, D'Anthony. Welcome. I was it's nice to uh, I, hear your fucking voice again. I was in such a rich timber. Yeah, it does. I was in believe. I was in Believe Land <laughs> for uh, for all you Cleveland fans out there. I was attending an Indians game over the weekend, D'Anthony. That's where I was. Yeah, I'm going to be well, honest with you, man. I've been to Cleveland in about 15 or 20 years, and. Everybody said, oh, it's revitalized. It's getting better. It's amazing. I saw maybe four to eight people downtown. There's about 30 at the game. And it's kind of still a shithole in Cleveland. Do you remember that uh, Cleveland tourism video that was on YouTube? A couple yeah. Years ago? And like, dude, that was a long time ago. And again, everybody had told yeah. me they were like, hey, man, Cleveland's fucking stepped up their game. They're changing. And I'm like. All right, man. Cool, man. I'm I'm amped for it. There was one like side street with with some cool bars, and there was another like street with uh, like just right outside the ghetto. I mean, you drive through the worst part of town to get to this place. Uh, it was a, yeah. a bar called Town Hall that I went to, and um, you, you know it, that place was rad. You get blackout on a on a Sunday. That was nice and all, but you can't really walk anywhere. And the downtown is just fucking dead. And I, I was staying next to a casino. And I saw maybe like 10 people go in that motherfucker. I don't know what happened. I, at the game, there was, I would say, probably 10,000 people tops at that game. Really? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a Monday afternoon game, right? So those aren't typically your highest attendance days. But well, it was, 10, a, mo- it, it was a Monday night. They changed the time of the games, which uh, a bunch of cities have done this, which I'm, I just learned, to 6-10 games. So what they're trying to do is say, hey, guys, Instead of going home from work, just get off work and then come straight to the game. That way, you don't have to come home and then drive back into the city. Smart, yeah. I I thought, and then you know show up and there's there's uh, fifty people. I could hear some conversation. I was sitting behind home plate. I could hear some conversations in the outfield. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, I could hear Air Bud barking in right field. Hey, you know what's funny about Air Bud? There's literally a fucking uh, <laughs> when we did the hooched episode. Yeah. Uh, what was that? A month ago? Shit, I don't even know now. Who knows? But anyways, when we did the Hooched episode, Jared said it would be funny if there's an Airbud version of a car racing dog. Have you seen this new movie that's coming out where Kevin Costner plays the voice of a dog? Oh yeah. And uh, K Kosh, you know I'm I mean, a big K Kosh yeah. fan. You are. Yeah, you're a big Field of Dreams, Waterworld, all of the good ones. I so, did. I did uh, a rap song about him called uh, Costner, Wild Turkey, and Vicodin. I crushed. I think I sold like ten thousand singles. Um. Wow, that's great. He seems surprised so, by that. You've never heard that song? It, I, I didn't. Uh, I'm sure I've heard the song. I just didn't know there was some correlation between Kevin Costner and booze and pills. Is he? Is that what his deal is? So I watched this movie called The Guardian, and in it, he's a Coast Guard. I've never laughed harder at a movie of like, oh, man. Oh, that's the one with... Uh, Ashton uh, Kutcher. What's his nuts? Yeah, Ashton Kutcher, yeah. So he's trying to teach Ashton yeah, yeah. Kutcher how to, how to be a, you know, an amazing Coast Guard and all this shit and save lives. And Kevin Costner, every, so every scene, he's just waking up out of bed, real sore, real creaky, and he's just drinking wild turkey with Vicodin. And I was like, God damn it, man. The Coast Guard must be some fucking hard-ass shit. 
Um, well, I, t- I told you they have the hardest basic training of any branch of the military. <laughs> that's what I hear. <laughs> that's what everybody I'm, I'm, says. I'm, I know. I'm totally serious. I, I have no idea why or how, but it seems to be the case. Um, have you seen that new movie that uh, or that new TV show that Kevin Costner's on? No, what's, uh, what's Yellowstone? It, oh, that's you know what's funny about him. So like, uh, I know that project. That's his. He likes to direct. Yeah. He look. He likes to direct a lot of his own shit and star in it. Yellowstone is his, and then he likes. He loves to do westerns. So he's got a western coming out as well. I look. I'm a Kcos yeah. fan, dude. I'll, I'll. I'll. I'll do it again. We've talked. That show Yellowstone is fucking great. By man, the way, it's man, really, really good. We've talked about this before. I told you Costner's cut his own. Di- like they've cut his penis out of eight different m- movies. Really? Because yeah. he's got a hog or what? Yeah, he's got a hammer on him, and he he keeps wanting to show it in films, and they keep cutting it out. Well, he's making his own fucking movies. He should just make a movie that's just about his cock. I know the dong of Costner. Hey, let's, yeah, Drinky Bros. Let's get on this. Let's uh, let's go out there and start a uh, you know crowdsource movement, a little grassroots movement to get Kevin <laughs> Costner to start a movie that's a documentary about how his dick has been cut out of all these other movies. Hashtag and it just free the hog. The dick. Yeah, yeah. Free the hog. Hashtag free the hog. And uh, let's get this done. I want to see that dick. I want to see that dick too, man. I'm. I love. There's nothing that makes me laugh harder in this world than male nudity. Gratuitous male, <laughs> nudity, male nudity. You've you've said that a number of times. Yeah. Oh, I love it so much. So I'd I'd kill to see Kos dick, and I'd probably have it as my screensaver on my my phone, dude. If if Costin was able to pull that dong out. Hey I mean, man, really, he could just get on Twitter and do it. Yeah. Hey man, Kevin is Roth. I want to see that <laughs> big old beautiful dick of yours right now. I want you to pull it out right now, and I want to see it. Uh, yeah, I just hey. want a screenshot of it. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah, I want a screenshot of that. I'm on one today, dude. I was on a flight, had a few drinks. You might want to buckle up. Uh, we've yeah. Look, we've got I a hot, it. hot sports show tonight. A lot going on. My uh, my my Raptors pick wasn't looking good, man. And then then they won Game Three, so Game Four is tonight. Um, yep, that'll be going on uh, right after the show. And then last week I, I said the Blues would win. They're playing in Game Six tonight, um, and they can close that out in the NHL. So we'll we'll get to uh, the Warriors and all that other shit. But first, you know the rules, D'Anthony. We got some sponsors who pay for this whole shit wagon to be on the air. I wish it was Kevin's dong, dude, for real. Yeah. Can you imagine that that's the fucking movie and they like uh, contract Drinker Bros to to sponsor the film, like the, to get the at the word out there? Because uh. I guarantee you, if he made a movie like fucked up weird shit like that, uh, Drinker Bros are a bunch of fucked up weird ass people, and they would definitely be there to watch. Be great. That shit, uh, sure. Same here, dude. I'd be in the front row like a little kid again, just waiting for that I, dong I, you know, to come out. I'd be in the back row because I want to take in all the dong at once. Like Got I don't want to miss part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't. I don't want to be staring at like two square meters of just shaft. I want to see the head and the balls. I want to see the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Now I, I you want to see the full python? I understand that. For me personally, I want to get as close as I can to it. I want to go skin to skin, mother to daughter. You know, if I can. Oh yeah. Let uh, me ask you this: Is it a is it a three D or? What do you think? I, ho- I I hope like that would be. Can my, you imagine my like a sixty foot three D dong coming at you? That great. would be terrifying. Ugh, be great. Uh, I'm I'm I look. I'm amped for it. I, I hope his dream comes true. I don't like when anybody's dreams don't come true in this world. Uh, speaking of which, our first sponsor is making dreams come true. I, look, 
This is, I don't know if this is our last week with mybookie.com or not. <laughs> We've had a run this year, D'Anthony. Again, I've had yes. a few drinks. I might buckle up. A lot of honesty is coming out tonight. I don't know if this is our last week with mybookie.com or not. I know this. Uh, you can you can go there and bet on the games either with us or against us. Doubles the deposit from one hundred all the way to three thousand dollars. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles your deposit. We have been destroying them. We've talked about this all year long. Whether or not this contract would be renewed, we actually don't don't know. Um, and you know we've gone over a couple shows where we were like, eh, we'll see what happens. But next week uh, we we've we're bringing in we're bringing in another another sponsor next week. Uh, DraftKings is doing a special for the NBA Finals that's going to be sweet. So right now you can still bet, um, and that'll continue with MyBookie.com. Uh, but next week we're doing something with DraftKings for the NBA Finals once these teams are locked in, and uh, that's going to be a fucking blast. Sorry, MyBookie, that we've killed you all year, but whatevs. We're here for the audience. Yeah, not I'm you, not dick faces. Really sorry, not really <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, but again, go to mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros uh, doubles your deposit from one hundred to three thousand. Uh, bet with us or against us on all this shit. I wouldn't recommend betting on baseball. Just don't fucking do that. Um, that's too tough. Uh, next up, we've got GhostBed.com forward slash Drinking Bros. We love the Ghost Bed, man. We're doing we're doing a massive deal with them coming up in June. It was uh, it's, yeah, it's our, time. our favorite product, man. That's our favorite, you know, material goods product that we've had. Uh, it is. That's, that's I'm going to get one of those. Yeah, big time. I'm going to get one of those adjustable bases for sure. We try to put it in the new studio. And that like you, fucking you, awesome. you've been talking about it so much now that I just like, uh, fuck, man, I want one of those. Here's what it's good for. I'd like uh, to see. Wait, here's what I'd like to do. I'd like to put it at okay. the desk and then then you press the remote control and that's how you personally start the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can we can do that why not i don't see why not i mean if you want we can put it in the studio and uh we'll get you like you little... and i can just lie in bed together we'll do the whole fucking show from bed yeah bed. yoko and lennon style dude yeah. uh the, the, those ghost beds are nice we're we are, we're actually putting two in, inside the new studio amps for those guys to come aboard um uh, for the new gig it's great it starts june 1st we'll tell you all about it but in the meantime 15 percent off military first responders forever forever they know 80 percent of our audience um is just that and they're i can't believe it man i still can't believe they're doing it 15 percent that's a big massive savings at a fucking it really is especially like in a big ticket item like that i know dude so uh, I love those guys. I'm stoked about them. Their pillows are, are amazing. Their mattresses are fucking amazing. If you're a regular human like myself, uh, the deals are still amazing at, at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. $200 off of Ghost Lux. Uh, the bundle package with the adjustable base is like $7.99. Fucking rad, dude. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. And as always, 36 months, no interest pay as you go program at ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Uh, next up, we got Raycon. Buy Raycon, dude. I love, I, man. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Raycon. Everybody's been buying uh, these you, fucking things now. Buy know, Raycon. We, we actually, we actually had a uh, a bunch of people in the groups talking about it today. Some of them had already been using the product apparently because it's it's uh it's awesome. But I saw maybe fifteen or twenty people say that they purchased it already. 
Um, and there was a little confusion on the name. We said Raycon.com last that, week. Yeah, and that, and that was that was my fault. It's buyraycon.com, and that's R-A-Y-C-O-N, B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N.com, forward slash drinking bros. That gets you 20% off. These were the headphones, man, that we were talking about. We try to get we try to get Beats by Dre on, on the show because they're so goddamn expensive and people are always wearing that shit. And then, you know, Raycon reached out like Snoop Dogg and those guys and Ray J and they were like, yo, we'll do it. And our fucking headphones are only like 70 bucks with 20% off. They're like 50. And it's like dope, man. And then it's weird, man, because now that I like I see them like because I, I just got off a plane. And I was in the airport. Everybody wears these fucking things. Yeah, they're all over the place. I didn't really, before you and I started interacting with them on a day-to-day basis, I probably wouldn't have been able to pick them out. But now, like you said, that I know what they look like. Like I've seen them up close a bunch. I can see them from across the room and in the airports and shit because you and I travel a lot. I see yeah, every, everybody's around. got these yeah. fucking things. And I was like, dude. They're wh- fucking blowing up, dude. Why was I so late to the party? But uh, By the way, I'm thankful I was late to this party because... Shit, man! Uh, if we would have had Beats by Dre on, what does twenty percent off of that fucking thing get you? That still would it knock it down to three hundred dollars uh, yeah. for a goddamn Quite pair a of headphones? Fuck that! Quite Go to buyraycon.com. Uh, these things, man, you can run in them, sweat in them, uh, dude. I travel with them, man. They're great, and they've got a, a rechargeable box. So, boom, you throw them in there, uh, and you can charge them. You don't have to plug them in your got like a goddamn USB cord. Uh, they're all wireless. You, you don't have to plug them in your computer. I'm a big fan of these fucking dudes, and everybody's wearing this shit. Like I, I feel like I'm I'm the one, the kid who slept at the sleepover party. Uh, last but not least, we got BlackRifleCoffee.com. D'Anthony wants to tell us about it. Yeah, Black Rifle is a uh, premium, veteran-owned and operated roast-to-order coffee company. You order your coffee, they roast it, and they send it to your fucking house. Yeah, um, they do. I tell you what. It's convenient as shit, and the coffee's good. I mean, you you get about a 20% break when you join the coffee club. Um, there's a number of different deals you can sign up for, one, two, three, or four bags, and you can pick like every 7, 14, 21, et cetera, days. Uh, it, it's, it's super convenient. You'll, you'll never run out. You get uh, access to uh, all the new apparel and shit and gear before it comes out to the general public. Um, typically at a you know a discount and uh, get to see all the new content first. Typically, it's it's awesome. It's great. You and I have been doing it for two or three years. now. Yeah, right man. Now. And even though look, they're they're our best friends. We still buy the shit. Go to the go to blackriflecoffee.com, Use the promo code Sports for twenty percent off and uh, get the get the Coffee Club of the Month subscription. Man, that thing's a fucking lifesaver. I love it. it really I, is. I, I got off the plane yeah. and it's already there. So. You know what else is a lifesaver is fucking ExpressVPN. Ah, goddamn right. I, for, I, I almost forgot about them. Thank God I didn't. I saw a special. <laughs> these, these guys are on the fucking special, dude. Um, it's, yeah, it, all they're it is, doing it. It's an app that runs, look, in the background of your computer, expressvpn.com forward slash drinking bros. Uh, seven bucks a month. If you sign up for a year, you get three months free. It protects your fe- fucking data. Um, dude, they were ranked number one. I saw them on a, on a TV show over the weekend, and I was like, Jesus Christ, that's one of our sponsors. I don't even know if they're supposed yeah, they're to be fucking... on, on the show today, but we're going to give them a shout-out because I saw that TV wow. show, and I was like, yo, yeah. thanks, dude. That, I, yeah. So we're a huge fan of expressvpn.com forward slash drinking bros. Again, protect all your data, all your banking information, passwords, passwords all that shit. Uh, iPhones, tablets, uh, computers, you name it, man. Uh, That's just right. Also, seamlessly in the background, brother. It, when I was in, uh, I know a lot of you guys listening, uh, guys and gals are probably deployed, or you're uh, when you're at work, you're using uh, some kind of uh, Nipper internet or something with uh, maybe it's even your company that has some kind of content or censorship, some kind of restriction on there. 
I'm not saying to use ExpressVPN to defeat those restrictions. I'm just saying you can, okay? <laughs> a lot of people are doing that, man, at work. I love oh, it. Oh, yeah. Express. Yeah, if you got to hit up Pornhub in the middle of your day, fucking ExpressVPN is the way to do it. ExpressVPN.com forward slash drinking bros. Boom. Uh, you sign up. It's seven bucks a month, and you get three months free. Sign up for a year, man. You get three months free. Uh, cheap as fucking and protects all your shit. Let's hop into the madness, shall we? So... NBA Finals, half half of it is set. The Warriors, man, Whew. that game last night, dude. I'm 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 gonna this is a, this is full full 100 percent disclosure. I gave up on the Warriors game last night at the end of the third and turned it off. Not me. You and I'll didn't, tell you why. And I watched. So you text me, and then I turned it back on for overtime. They looked tired, listless. They didn't look like they cared. Didn't want to be there. They looked like, all right, great. We'll just close this out at Oracle in Game Five. Fuck off, and then I turned it off. What what happened? Did Steph Curry go off again? Yeah, he had thirty points in all four games. I think it might have been the first uh, thirty-seven time points that, he had last night. Yeah, it might be the first time anybody's had thirty points in all four games of a sweep. I think someone said someone on the on the show said something about that. But anyways, uh, yeah, he went off. The whole team was playing well, though. You know, one of the concerns bringing KD on and paying him that salary was that they weren't going to have. Uh, uh, the depth that they've had in years past. Um, right. But I, I tell you what, man, Kevon Looney has turned into the to the pick that they thought he was going to be. He's playing, he's playing excellent. And he is. Jareb, Jarebko was a fucking great pickup. That dude's eating up some minutes. Uh, McKenney, then obviously uh, uh, the other the other bench players that are that are doing well. But yeah, I, I mean, look, th- it was smart bringing Bogut back. Yeah, same here. It was smart bringing Bogut back, and um, yeah. You know, the only thing that worries me about this team, if they don't get KD and Boogie back for the finals, and, and the, the, beauti- the beautiful thing about winning in the fashion that they did in four games is they now have 10 full days off to rest before the NBA finals yeah. start. That is a long fucking time. And that is a long time for people to get healthy, in particular KD, Boogie, uh, whatever was wrong with Steph Curry's hand, you know, give that a chance to heal up, man. They should be at full strength. Uh, heading into the finals, if they can get KD back, I think it's over with. But uh, it, I honestly don't think they need KD to win against. I know everybody's saying that they have to have KD to beat the Bucks. I disagree. I don't think that's true. The Warriors um, don't come alive until two minutes left in the third, and they're usually down by twelve. I cannot. Yeah. Well, I here, can't, yeah. did you see Richard Jefferson's tweets uh, the past two weeks? So uh, uh, on May six, well, it's the past week on May sixteenth. Uh, he tweets, the Trailblazers are up by 17, and I'm still 50-50 on if they'll win this game. Uh, and then they won the game. And then uh, <laughs> on May 18th, he said, that, this is game three now, he said the Trailblazers, he said the same thing three games in a row. He said it last night at uh, <laughs> some, some sometime in the third quarter, and they came back and won. This is the first time in NBA history that a team has been down by 17 points and come back and won all three games. No one's ever done anything like that before. Yeah, I man. Mean, we all so know the Warriors are impressive. I know. And and so I was at the Indians game last night in, in Cleveland, and I came back to the hotel room to watch it, me and my buddies. And, I, dude, they looked so bad last night. I turned it off, and I think they were down by 17 or 18. And I was like, I'm, I'm good, man. I, I thought for sure they were just calling it a day and then going back for game five. And then you text me. I ended up watching the overtime. Even in overtime, it was just like, all right, cool. They're they're playing just well enough. Like it was back and forth, and they were down until the last shot. I didn't know if they yeah. were going to win again or not. And it was just like, yeah, no, it man, was, uh, fuck. 
what was it, eight to eight to six or eight? Yeah, eight to six in overtime. In five minutes, they only scored fourteen total points between them. So neither team was playing all that great as a as a unit. Although uh, this is, I think it's also the first time in a fucking uh, in a deciding game in the playoffs where two players one of are both had a triple double as well because Draymond and Steph both had triple doubles. I mean, what the fuck is going on with this team, dude? Yeah, that's why I and, think and Draymond. Honestly, Draymond's I, the MVP of this team right now. Him and uh, you he's know, him absolutely. And Steph. He's always been, and that that takes me to why I think I know this is an unpopular position, and a lot of people in the media are getting roasted over taking this position because it seems like recency bias or whatever fucking bullshit. But I honestly think that the Warriors are more the Warriors without Kevin Durant. And there's a lot of reasons why, but the most important one is it's it's not about better or worse necessarily. It's more about brute force better or like a sustainable team game that will last even if some people get injured. So when Durant's on the floor, you can tell over the last two and two plus years, he what he does is he's such a great scorer. Yes, absolutely. He adds a point of gravity on the court, and that definitely creates open space for sure. But watch them with him on the court. And then with him off the court right now, this last series, the movement as a team is like what you used to see before he came there. And I think it's healthier for them to go with the core three, Draymond, Steph, and Clay, and then a few veteran players like Iguodal and Livingston if they decide to come back, and then really good bench players. I think they got lucky this year with uh, Looney developing like he did and McKenney stepping up, and Jarebko I think was a really smart pickup. I can't believe nobody else picked that guy up. But uh, if they had, if they spent the money – uh, to get a fourth really good player, not necessarily a max guy on that team, and then stack that bench a little bit. Honestly, I don't think anything that happens in the next year in the NBA matters. They'll still win. Yeah, look, it, it's tough, man, because this is their fifth straight trip to the finals. If they win, this will be four out of the last five. And let's face it, that fifth one should have easily won. They were up 3-1 against LeBron, and LeBron had the you know the most miraculous finals of his life. Yep. It's hard to go to six straight and then keep winning, but I, I think they have the talent to, and I, I agree with you. Let's say you get somebody grimy in there, right? Like a Patrick Beverly. Because you have enough oh, yeah. shit. Can you enough- imagine uh, him and Draymond on the same fucking team, dude? They, might get, kicked, they might get kicked out of the league. <laughs> I know. I, but, but, I mean, dude, <laughs> that would be the nastiest team ever because those guys don't really give a fuck about shooting. They're facilitators and they're the nastiest defenders. So, like, dude, let Steph and Clay shoot all goddamn day, and then you got Looney and those guys. Man, that would be a devastating squad. So yeah. we'll we'll see what they do. I'm not I'm not as concerned anymore about losing KD for them as uh, as I thought I was. Um, but do you uh, think they can beat the Bucks without KD? Yes, I do. But I think it, it goes seven then. Only because Maybe. this this Giannis yeah, yeah. kid, man. I, I'm still look. I'm still taking the Raptors in seven on this. Uh, I know the game is tonight. Uh, we'll see what happens, but I, I just, I still, man, have a hard time believing how great this kid is at fucking 21 years old or 22 or whatever he is. He's so, 23 now, yeah. But yeah, he's uh, he's an incredible player. When, when he learns how to consistently shoot three pointers, this league is fucked. And yeah, you know what's going to happen. I mean, yeah. when, when did it happen for Kobe? Like 25, 26 seasons, somewhere around there? Yeah, same like it's with, coming. with Jordan. It's right around guys. the corner. Yeah, yeah. Yep. He, he's there. And he's going to be the greatest player. He's going to be like Shaq, but except he can shoot. And um, yeah. uh, he's, he's just freakish on every level. So it's amazing to watch. I, you know, And they add one, more, one or two more pieces around him. That team could be unstoppable. 
So I'm excited about it. Uh, I'm I'm still I don't know I don't know what is telling me that the Raptors are going to win this in seven. We'll see. I could be way off. But uh, well, you if, know if the, they tie uh, it up two two tonight, it's good for the Warriors because that's more rest and all that shit. They it took them it took the Raptors two overtimes to beat them at home in Game Three. Um, and that was an ugly ugly game, by the way. It was not good. Yeah, and honestly, uh, man, I don't know the the Vegas is given uh, given the Raptors three points here, so. I, um, I I take it I take the three tonight, um, and then we'll see what happens. But uh, either I, way, I honestly I, do too. I think Kawhi Leonard can will them to a victory tonight. Um, pri- privately, like, I'm, uh, I'm rooting for the Bucks just because you know I'd like to see Giannis go against uh, this Warriors team, and I want the best finals possible. And I think yeah, it, yeah. I, I think that probably is the best finals possible. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Um. Either way, it should be a fun finals. Like I, I'm excited about. It. I wouldn't be that excited about Toronto just because I don't give a shit. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kawhi's laugh. Um. The uh the All NBA rookie team came in today. D'Anthony, this was a yeah, crazy shocking, one. shocking, really shocking. By the way, all five <laughs> choices were the top five in the NBA draft, which has never happened before. Yeah. Well, so DeAndre Ayton, you know, boom in Marvin Bagley the third in yep. Luca, obviously in uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. Boom in Trey Young, boom in. Um, I, look, I can't remember a draft where the top five players were all NBA rookie team. I can't that's, either. It's pretty incredible. It's, that's uh, I mean, that's great. I want to I want to give that, some I want to give some shots out to my honky dude, my honky Kevin Horder. From the Hawks, he came in all second team. It's pretty cool to see well, two two rookies from the same team coming, you know, first and second team, all rookie team. I mean, and, they've got uh, four rookies in their starting lineup, right? And then they're going to have. It's probably going to be all five sophomore and rookie next year. Yeah, because you know, obviously, their eight and ten picks are both going to fucking play. They're going to get playing time at least, unless there's an injury. There's only one spot on the starting roster or on the starting lineup available. That's that team is really interesting. I, I, I was incorrect, by the way. Eighty four, eighty five. Actually, all all five picks were were the first team all rookie as well. Hakeem Olajuwon, Sam Bowie, Michael Jordan, Sam Perkins, and Charles Barkley. Eighty four, eighty five. Sam Perkins. That's the only time that's ever happened. Those are all Hall of Famers too, right? Well, Bo, Bo, Bowie was one of the biggest busts of all time, but uh, you know, he at least made a rookie team. Because remember, they drafted him over Michael Jordan. Yeah, you're right. So, uh, decent, Dumb. decent squad, decent squad. But uh, yeah, man, fuck. Congratulations to those kids. I, I think the league is in good hands, man. Watching Trey Young reminds me of Steph Curry. Uh, Luca is a fucking freak. And uh, I mean, yeah, we've we've got another 15 years of Luca and fucking Trey and and Giannis and all those guys. I don't. The NBA is going to be just fine. Yeah, they're not. They're definitely not running out of talent. I mean, these guys are. They're they're elevating in a lot of ways. Like Giannis is doing shit that I've never seen anyone do before. He's like a long LeBron. He's like incredible, a longer man. LeBron. His what is his wingspan? Like seven two or some shit. He's yeah. a long ass LeBron. And I look, I can't suck that dude's dick hard enough. That that is at at his age right now. That is the best player I've ever seen at that age. Absolutely, yeah. That's a I, bold. I, statement. Do you buy into the hype that he's the best player on earth right now? Yes. Yes, I do. Uh, just because of of his potential and what he could do, 
Like with look, all right, you take because the, the other argument is this is is probably KD, right? Yeah. The problem with that is you play on the Warriors, and the the the, the floor is so spaced out for you for Kevin Durant because you got to guard Curry, you got to guard Steph. You have a bunch of open looks with Giannis. You know that's coming, man. I, you could you know. The only time I can remember people doubling and tripling one human like that was Shaq back in the day. And that's essentially what you have to do to stop this guy. Yeah. But he is so much more agile and he's better feet than Shaq. Like he is a he is literally the Greek freak. He's a freak of nature. And watching yeah. him I play mean, is really, amazing. When he takes off for a dunk, it's one step in fr- inside the free throw line and we're not at a dunk contest. We're at a no, real that's just fucking a norm, game. Normal dunk for him. And I know. honestly, he can pretty much uh, from from about. I mean, think about his wingspan. His wingspan is uh, seven feet two inches. So technically, half of that, three uh, feet and six inches, is how far away from the basket he has to be to dunk the fucking ball, just based on his arm length, bro. I mean, it's yeah. fucking crazy. Crazy, crazy. Uh, so I'm, I'm look. I'm looking forward to him playing for many many years. Uh, I, by the way, in being in Cleveland, the the hype is real for for Odell and uh, Baker. Every single it piece of, of memorabilia, by the way, in that town is is all they're all in on Baker and o- Odell. Oh, no. By the way, is spelled O H D E L L. That's what their their the slogan is up in up in oh, Ohio boy. right now. Yeah, I wish I hadn't heard that. To be honest, <laughs> uh, I'm excited about this football season. I'm uh for a couple of reasons that we've talked about before. I talked to Kelly, Kelly in Vegas last night. Oh, by, by the way, yeah, let's, let's give her a shout out. She is on TNT yeah, yeah. now, dude, making this, making the picks after the games on the NBA finals yep. man, with uh, Charles Barkley and those guys. We can spot yeah, talent, we may, Dan. We, we can spot talent. We, absolutely. We can uh, probably get her on the show next week if you want um, and have her go through our picks with her. What we, what she and I were talking about is how stupid the giants organization is because did you see that Oof. picture of, uh, of Eli and the other squishy face dummy standing I next to him? It's just like, like two dumb sure. fucking bumbling white twins. I thought for sure, man, it was a Photoshop deal. Like I didn't give it a second thought and it just kept popping up and I was like, wait a minute. And then I, I, somebody from the NFL network is like, no, you don't understand. This is this. This is two different people who look identical. <laughs> and I'm like, Jesus Christ. Oh, They're, man. They are fucked up there, man. I feel bad for that Saquon Barkley kid who's going to deal do with too, that yeah. fucking shit. But um, I love uh, I love Kelly. She's fucking smart as shit. Super funny. Knowledgeable. Kelly in Vegas really is great, man. Yeah. yeah, it's that's her Instagram. It's at Kelly in Vegas, like I in Vegas. She's um, got great picks. She's really funny, man. And uh, and congrats to her for getting that TNT gig. That's that's dope. Yeah, Bleacher, great. Bleacher Report, and, uh, and she'll she'll be back in the future for a lot. Um, yeah. We're, so we're those are those are those are two of the things I'm super excited about. Or that's one of the things I'm super excited about is uh, watching the Giants fans just eat shit all year. Um, the second thing is that the Buffalo Bills, for the first time since 1977, have reissued OJ's number 32. There it to, is. There yeah, it is. Cinderella's Perry, uh, free agent Perry, who signed with the team. And now you're going to be able to go out there and find that 32 jersey. Uh, so here's what I say, guys. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to get your own custom jerseys with uh, 32 and, and OJ's name on the back, Simpson. Uh, and... Go to Vegas and find that motherfucker and make him sign it. Yeah, look, we have a signed one. So we're, we're going to put this up in the new studio. We have a signed OJ Simpson 32 Bills jersey. We're going to put that up in the studio. 
That's going to be live and wet uh, soon enough, probably in about 10 days. And uh, our hearts and prayers are, w- are with you, OJ. And we hope you find the real killer someday because we know you're searching. Honestly, I hope that they, all the proceeds from these jersey sales go towards finding the real killer. That's all I want. <laughs> that's all um, you've ever OJ, asked for. That's all I've ever asked for. By the way, the Blues are up 2-0 uh, two, two on the Sharks right now after one period. Yeah, and look, I you know after the the fuckery of Carolina and uh, Vegas losing, you know we we thought it would be Bruins, St. Louis, and that that looks like it's it's gonna that's gonna come to fruition. That's actually a great series, man. I, I'm looking forward to that. I'm not. Yeah, I thought be San Jose series, was yeah. lucky this whole fucking time, man. Especially in that Vegas series where they got that cheap shot call for five minute a five minute major. I'm I'm happy that this looks like it's going to go down. The Blues Bruins, man, that's going to be a hell of a matchup for the Stanley Cup. So I'm stoked about that. Yeah, if it goes there. I mean, you said uh, during that series, the Sharks Golden Knights series, that the the Knights would probably win Game Seven because it's really hard to beat a team three games in a row. Well, yeah, the Sharks have lost two in a row, and they came out tonight and gave up two goals in the first period. So they're not looking too great. Again, they were down four goals though, or three goals. Uh, in that Golden Knights game, so you know, you know uh, who they're looking like, Dan. They're looking like the baby sharks. Do 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 do. Baby sharks. No. Do, 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 do. I just want everybody who's listening in their car this morning to really have that crammed inside their brain forever. Baby sharks. Do 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 do. Baby sharks. Do 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 do. Uh, NFL wise, why don't we just why don't we just have Jesse add that into the show because. We can. Oh, she she is uh, she's going through it uh, today. She, just, she had a dental appointment, so uh oh, she's, 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 she's psyched with the world right now. Um, by the way, and Sue, breaking news: signs with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's when you've given up on life and are just going for the last bit of money you can to squeeze out of contracts because Tampa Bay. What did he? Do you know what the contract ship. was? Uh, let me pull it up here. This is breaking news as we speak. Um, um, oh, that's right. He's replacing Gerald McCoy, who was released by the by the the Bucks on Monday. So uh, let's see what they, if they got him money here. McCoy was thirty one. Uh, source says the contention of McCoy's thirteen million dollar salary. Uh, I, I get that, man. I mean, he's thirty one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, look, Sue signed a contract um, last year for fourteen million with the Rams. I would imagine right. it's you know you'll probably split the difference coming at eight to ten something like that. So we'll see. He's one of those guys, man, who's great. People just hate him. Um, so he might be one of those one contract guys for the next four or five years. You give that guy a long term deal, and you're still not sure if he's going to kill a family of four in the front row. Yeah, game, no shit. So. Well, you know, there's uh, there's also uh, Julian Edelman resigned with the Patriots today. Yeah, so they can go back to being the most boring team on earth. Boy, um, congratulations, for, guys! Forever and ever. But he's look—he's banging the hottest chicks on the planet. So, oh, get, I'm proud of good him. luck. I like—I like him. I, Tom Brady. I'm not a like. He open mouth kisses other men and his own children. And, and he won an Emmy last night. Oh, really? Yeah, for his Emmy. show, Tom versus Time. Wow. Yeah, surprised the kids. The kids didn't win it for getting an open mouth kiss. But here we are. <laughs> here we are. Oh shit. And, and the, um, the, the the thing that sucks for me about this Bruins series, because like every like everybody's going to ask who you're rooting for, Blues versus Bruins. I'm going Blues, obviously, because Boston sports fans are the goddamn worst. So 
if they win another championship this year, Jesus Christ. The fucking Yeah, that's balls a good point. I don't want to hear that shit. Uh, that's a good point. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Here, this kind of brings up a good question, though. So the Warriors are going to have ten days off. Yeah, um, before they have to play another game, and the Bruins have been off for a couple of days now, and it looks like they, if if uh, unless the Blues win tonight, they may have another six days before they play again. So, what do you think is the optimal amount of time? Like, say you want to win your uh, your series early, so you get a little bit of rest yes. for sure. Yep, but you don't want to be you don't want to when too early right especially if you're playing at home uh because you don't want to lose home home ice or home court advantage and you don't want to fuck up in that first game and be rusty so what do you think is the the optimal time off so the blues tonight's winning tonight would be the 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 perfect right amount of time off and they're winning at home so they can stay in their home beds they don't have to travel to san jose i think they win tonight no matter what I think the Blues win. They, they realize how important this is. They don't want to go, go to a game seven in San Jose. Not only to have to fucking travel all the way out to San Jose and play a game seven, but dude, they know the Bruins are in and they're going to take care of business tonight. I'm telling you right now, it is, it is Blues versus Bruins and that's it. You said it was what, 2-0 two, two Blues? Yeah, after one period. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So I, look, I, that's exactly what I thought. I, I, think, I think for sure the Blues win. Uh, they have enough amount of rest, and then they end up beating the Bruins, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that. Um, but I think it's going to be a blast of a series that could go six or seven. And every night's going to be fun to watch. And I'm, these two teams, I'm amped that, that made it. I didn't want to see San Jose in there. Um, no, uh, you know, honestly, I think it's better if the teams don't have to travel coast to coast. I also don't want to stay up for those late games. Um, I, I like uh, Midwest versus East Coast is good. The uh, the West Coast can go fuck itself, to be honest. Um, yeah. When it comes to sports and stuff, it's just irritating. That's why people don't want to go play, unless it's in uh, Los Angeles. People don't want to go play out there a lot. Um, yeah, I, look, of, I, I'm uh, up, and I don't mind it. Um, so it, it, it is what it is. But uh, I, it's, like an, an unexciting team like San Jose, you know, to me that was like Virginia basketball. Like I'm good on that, man. I enjoy watching the yeah. Blues play. I enjoy watching the Bruins play. And that should be a good matchup. So I think that, that, that comes to fruition. I think it's enough amount of time off. The Warriors' time off is, is amazing for them. I mean, that, that couldn't be better for those guys. Uh, so if Toronto is able to pull this out tonight and, and stretch this to – because that will stretch it to at least six. That will keep everybody playing and those guys resting. And we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Well, right now it's uh, 32-31 with a little bit of change left in the first quarter. Um, Giannis has got 11 on five-rate shooting already. He's on fire tonight, so it might Man. be a long night for Toronto. We'll see. Could be. We'll find out. We will find out. Uh, got to see some baseball up close and personal for the first time this year. Anything MLB. Cool yeah, I. You know, a couple things I want to talk about that, that I find interesting. First of all, the, the 6-10 games, I think that's smart. Um in, Explain in for the audience what you mean by that, because I don't it, know if everybody's be, tracking on that. Yeah, it used to be seven ten games. It used to be seven thirty games. And what happens is most people get out of work at five, they go home, and then they go back to the stadium. Well, because of traffic and X, Y, and Z, you know, you get home, you throw a little fucking hot pocket in the microwave. You might not want to go out to the game anymore. So what they're doing, they're, they're testing this out this year, is putting a lot of six ten games in major cities, saying, "Look, don't leave the city, stay here." And come to the ballpark, and then you're home by you know ten o'clock, which is exactly what happened to me. I was I was 
you know, I, fuck, I was at the hotel by like 9.30, 9, 9.45 last night. Uh, and, I, and I enjoyed it. What I didn't enjoy was this, man. A lot of ballparks are putting netting over the, the, all the way over the top of uh, the first, I would say all the way from dugout to dugout was what it was at the Indian Stadium. Okay. And I had never seen that before. So I, I'm one of those. Well, people, didn't the lady just get killed in L.A. like a month ago or some shit? She did, yeah. But like, I, I'm fine with extending the netting out, just not over the crowd. There was, you know, where we were sitting, we were behind home plate, and there was like five, six, seven balls that got hit over us. That like, I, I'm still like the little kid in me still goes to baseball games to catch a foul ball. When I was at the hockey game, I, you know, I took uh, my son to the Carolina game last week. He caught a puck. Like, I enjoy. Things like that. It was weird having a, a full netting all the way over top and on the sides. And it was just like, all right, cool. I, it kind of took me out of the action a little bit. It also forces you not to look at the field at all times because you're like, uh, there's netting here. I'm not going to get my dick taken off. And so I, yeah, found, I, myself, like I found myself glancing around uh, at my friends and, and things that I normally wouldn't do because, you know, if you're sitting in decent seats, you're right there. And, you know, the, the possibility of getting smacked in the dong with a foul ball is very real. Therefore, you're, you're in it. You're forced to be in it. I didn't feel like I was in it last night as much as I, I was in the past simply because I, I felt like I was too safe. You know, I was like, ah, all right, cool. And if I would brought my kids to those seats, all they want to do is try to catch foul balls or get balls signed. If right. you're a player who's on the dugout, even running in from first, right? You know how the first baseman always flips the ball into the stands? Yep. Right right between innings. Can't do that anymore because there's a there's a fifty foot net up. Like Yeah, that's that's real dumb. Uh what if I have I have two things. Uh one, maybe they can put something a little more dangerous, uh, like a sniper. Uh, be great. Uh, but one of one of the of, bench players gets killed, like a they bring out a minor leader to kill him. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, so a guy is uh patrolling that area of the field on both sides, like a bat boy, but an extra guy. And he I don't know, he's got like a fucking airsoft <laughs> rifle. And if he catches you slipping and you're not paying attention, he just cracks you in the forehead a couple times. I think or it'd be worth it. He blows the ball out of the air so it doesn't kill you, or it's just like, man, that would be a fun game, you know? <laughs> yeah. You, they, what, they, my, they shoot the ball out of the air. <laughs> <laughs> my other thing is uh what if that was someone's fetish to get hit by foul balls at a baseball game now this dude can't even go home and pound <laughs> off because he hasn't Sexually. been hit in the face like he seriously uh like have you ever seen remember that movie crash not the one that won the oscar but the one that was about was james spader who uh, it was the yeah. one where people get sexually excited by getting into car wrecks. Yeah, I believe it was James Spader and Holly Hunter, if if, if memory serves some, me correctly. And they can yeah, only yeah. get off by getting in serious car accidents. Yeah, so what if that was you, Big but it was fan. foul balls? And you could only... <laughs> <laughs> you can only you're like such a huge sports fan. You can only get off if you get whacked with a foul ball. Just right in the nuts, dude. Just absolutely yeah. cracked in the nuts. Uh, that'd be great. Um, looking at the standings here... Look, New York Yankees are on flags, and they still have a million injuries. This is going to be the team to beat this year, exactly like I called. I feel I feel amped about that call. Uh, Boston, by the way, is starting to come back. They're only four and a half out, oh, yeah. twenty five and twenty two. They were all, they were always going to come back. That team is too good. Uh, the Braves have been storming 
lately as oh, well. Yeah. I'm really impressed. Yeah. There's a couple of things in Major League Baseball I'm super impressed with right now. One of them is Cody Bellinger from uh, the Dodgers. He's Boy. 23. This is He's two months into his 23-year season, and he's having one of the best seasons in Major League Baseball history, and nobody is talking about it. This guy's hitting 405. Right, he's like he's played forty six games this year, and he's he's hitting four hundred five. He's on pace for like fucking forty uh, plus home runs, one hundred thirty seven RBI, some shit like that. Yeah, obviously he, he probably won't keep that pace. Nobody's hit four hundred in a million years, but fuck, man, no, that's, that's but goddamn he, he's impressive. As, yeah, he's as good as advertised, and uh, you know the one who's who's been shitting the bed. Which uh, you know sucks for for their fan base, but uh, not not his bank account is Bryce Harper, man. Oh yeah, yeah. He's. I mean, the Phillies are doing well. They're actually starting to decline a little bit now. But he they're, well, they're in shit. first. They're in first, despite of him, not because of him. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's uh, he's heated up here oof. a little bit in the past. He's got nine home runs, thirty one RBIs. The problem is he's hitting two twenty nine. Yeah, I mean it's bad. That's like a that's like a fucking. You know, right fielder. Well, he is a right fielder, but I, I'm talking like a just a, a like shitty, little league, yeah, 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 like a shitty little league right fielder, man. At this point, like you, if your batting average is that low, man, god damn it, that's hard to play. Um, Andrew McCutcheon also 244, not doing that well this year. So, well, I don't think anybody should have expected him to do all that well. He's been on the decline for several years now, frankly. Um, he has, but, but you know, with, with that lineup, it's surprising. I think the Braves will overtake them, and I think a lot of people are going to be bitching about this Bryce Harper contract for years and years to come. Oh, yeah. Well, we knew that before the fucking season started. Uh, we I tell you we who's did, not. but 229, man, is just insane. Yeah, it's bad. Well, let, me, let me ask you this, though. So the Braves this year have been uh, locking up their young talent to long-term deals that are very team-friendly. Um how long are they going to wait to f- try to do that with Max Fried? Because he's like he's on pace for twenty wins right now. He's got a two eighty five ERA, and every fucking commentator and broadcaster I've heard, I like you and I watch pretty much all the Braves games. I watch them whether on national television or the local guys. Yeah. Uh, sometimes because I've got the MLB at, at bad app, sometimes I'll flip over to the uh, the other team station is listen to what they're saying when he's pitching. What I hear is this dude's got the best fucking left handed curveball in baseball right now. Period. Yeah, uh, and, and what I've heard behind the scenes is they're already quietly trying to lock him up for a multi-year deal. Um, well, I, I mean, I if think, they can I, get him. What, yeah. what, the, what the Braves have been doing this season so far, and this is during the season, with Acuna, uh, yep. they locked him up to, what a what was that, a 10-year deal? Uh, Albies was uh, a, a seven-year deal. deal. Yeah, for Albies, yeah. I mean, I mean dude, yep. uh, sign him up, man. Get these deals done because you can get a great price now. And that's yeah. that's the smartest way to do it. So I'm You're, I'm all yeah, for it, and hopefully they're backing up a, a truck, a small truck for him. But he looks like the real deal. I'm excited about this team. If I look, if I had to pick my the the best team in baseball right now, I would probably say the Astros. And I believe you picked them to win it all. Did you not? I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's because of uh, Verlander and fucking Garrett Cole at the top of that rotation. I mean, on, and when the playoffs come, it's going to be really tough to beat those guys four times in the series if if those guys pitch four of the games it's going to be super tough like you can't make any mistakes other than those two guys basically and still win and you got to yeah. beat one of them once i'm i'm look i'm still gonna because the cubs have looked great uh the cubs look like the cubs again uh i'm still gonna stick with cubs yankees but man this astros team looks nasty they Absolutely do uh, fucking nasty. 
homeboy uh, 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 George Springer is on pace for like fucking sixty home runs right now. He is I fucking know. tearing the ball. He's just, he's going crazy. He just uh, he's, he's also day- not he- striking out like crazy. No, he's he's day to day right now on a on a back injury, but uh, that yep. guy is incredible. Uh, the Astros look like the fucking truth, man. It's it, it's hard to go against them right now. It's, to me, they look like the best team in baseball overall. Yeah, uh, the Yankees, I think, can be, but we've we've got to get some of these guys back for them. And then the Braves, man. Once they once they pull this together. Uh, and, and, you know, Kimbrel's still out there. Somebody's going to get that motherfucker. So is Dallas Keuchel. They're both still out there. No. Um, and, uh, here's the thing with that. If you're, if you're all out there and you're wondering why these two, like all-star pitchers aren't playing on teams right now, they got offer sheets in the, in the off season and the, they denied them, which means basically for, for the most part, because of the level these guys are at, if somebody signs them before a certain time, they have to give up a first round draft pick and teams just aren't willing to do that because how much impact can a fucking closer really have in the first half of the major league baseball season? Well, June 1st, I believe is when that's lifted. It is. So yes. expect to see both of those motherfuckers signed probably that week. Yeah. Uh, and that's not too long from now. What is that? That's a week and a half from now. So 10 days. Um, so, so 10 yeah. days is going to be heating up. Somebody's going to grab those two. Whoever does man is going to have a massive, massive advantage. And, and, you know, for the players themselves, because I, I was reading, like, you know, Kimbrell and those guys, uh, you know, why they're doing it. And they're like, look, we know what our fair number is, and they, they aren't offering it. Uh, right. But but it gives us more leverage going in after the break. So after June 1st, when they don't have to give up, give up a pick, they're, gonna, they're still going to get some money, and then they're going to go into the teams that they want to go into. Um, and it's going to be really fucking interesting, man. If the Cubs pick that up, if if – the Astros pick up one of those guys. The Yankees, like, man, they could be really, really beneficial. Uh, the Dodgers and uh, and really help out a team. And shit, and they'll be fresh. You know? We're, what do you think the chances are that somebody picks up both of those guys? I mean, you, I, don't, I don't know what the you, legality is as far as talking to – because technically they're free agents. They're, they are. They're just – yeah. They, I mean, they're they're unrestricted free agents. There's just a penalty for signing them. So I don't think there's any restriction for teams talking to them. If I was a team like the Dodgers or Yankees or Red Sox or the Cubs who don't mind spending money, I would be talking to both of those guys. I would have those two guys talking to each other as well. Like, hey, uh, you know, you run the risk of them picking a different team, obviously. But if you could get both of those guys, that totally transforms your entire team right there. Absolutely, and uh, somebody will get them. I don't know who it's going to be, but it's it could really change their team. I I know for goddamn sure the Cubs could use a closer. So uh, they they've got to be one of those guys. Um, and then the Dodgers, man, look they they traded half their team away to go after Bryce Harper, so they have some money to spend. And the Dodgers are not yeah. shy about spending it. Magic Johnson, you know, is now not on the Lakers, so he's with the Dodgers full time. I'm I'm sure he's going to want to have a winner there as a nice a nice little fuck you to Rob Palenka. So we'll see. Yeah, he had some uh, he had some words for Mr. Palenka the other day, didn't he? It's rare you see magic go in on on somebody like that. He's like the most diplomatic dude in the history of fucking sports. Like you never hear even like remember a couple years ago when that whole debate started between uh uh all the NBA pundits about whether the the fucking 72 win Bulls or the 73 win fucking Warriors who would win. Uh, he was the only guy that was level-headed about that, I think. Like, from the yeah. get-go. He, he, he was always like, look, man, every time a new fucking great, great player comes out, 
the whole game changes. When Jordan came out, the entire NBA changed. When fucking LeBron came and, and Kobe and et cetera, like people started to mimic their game. Steph Curry is probably the best example of that because he stretched the floor so much. Um, and that you just can't compare. I, honestly, with today's NBA rules, uh, there's no question in my mind. I know this is rehashing some old shit, but it's interesting because the Warriors are back to that core group without Katie on the floor. So you, people are are starting to you know wonder about how good this team really was before Katie even showed up. I think they beat that Bulls team no matter what the fucking rules are, honestly, because three is still bigger than two. Yeah, and look, it's completely changed the game. And and like you said, the young kids are coming in mimicking him, and Trey Young is shooting from the fucking logo. Um, yeah. for the Hawks. And that's it's like that's like t- between 28 and 32 feet depending on where you are in the court. Yeah, uh, when you when you can stretch a court like that and and do it consistently, you have such a distinct advantage over the other teams that, you know, you you can't guard that far from the basket. So, you're right. It it has changed. Uh will will the kids that are playing now, you know, in the playgrounds across America adopt that and then, you know, that be the game moving forward probably. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't see it going back to, I don't see it going back to a center's game anytime soon. I, I mean, you have Giannis obviously, but I see Giannis moving further out and, and shooting more jumpers and threes and things like that to make yeah. himself even more dangerous. Whereas, you know, you take a guy like Shaq, he was never going to shoot three pointers. That was never going to be a part of his game. He wouldn't even attempt it. He could barely shoot a fucking free throw, for Christ's sake. <laughs> but you have somebody yeah. so nimble and athletic and agile like, like Giannis. Like, I think that's what he works on over the next couple of years, simply to be like the Warriors and stretch the court, man, for himself. Well, who, who do you think are the best centers in the NBA? I mean, just point-wise, uh, Jokic and Embiid are probably the best um, right now anyways. Yeah, I mean, uh, G- you, look, you got Giannis at one, obviously. Um, I'd put him beat at two. Um, and well, I'd does put, Giannis, is is he a center, though? Yeah, he's he's a true center. Uh, what he's able to do is is amazing, but, you know, his, what is he, fucking seven foot nine or whatever he is? Um, <laughs> I don't even fucking know, dude. He's tall he's just shit. He's just a fucking athletic beast, man. He's got the body yeah. of, of LeBron when he was younger, and yeah. and he's a center, and he's he's bigger, so... It's it's hard to define him with a category. Maybe like an Oscar Robinson or Robertson or a Wilt Chamberlain, but uh, man, that guy's just so goddamn good. Um, yeah. Well, the other guys that are up there, uh, I don't know what Giannis is shooting from three right now. I don't, I don't think it's all that great. But Joel Embiid shoots thirty one percent. Jokic shoots forty percent. Like yeah. those are those are probably other than him the top two. Maybe Porzingis, and he he's a better shooter than either one of those two guys. So. Uh, is but, there a version of a big guy that can't shoot? Like but, when hey, when MB first came into the league, I didn't think he could shoot. No, and uh, look, Porzingis got knocked out the other night at a club. So, um, <laughs> yeah, he did. Uh, you know, he I don't did. know. I don't know what's uh, what happened there, but you know, you wouldn't see Giannis or, or the Joker getting knocked out. I can tell you that. Uh, these guys have some mm. some weight on him, some strength, and uh, yeah, I. I I'm curious to see what happens, man, because I think the Joker is only going to get better. Watching him in that Denver series, that guy was fucking incredible. Uh, I just think it's a new world of big men in the NBA, whereas, you know, if you're looking at old school guys who are probably going to stay doing what they're doing, like 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 a Shaq did, it's probably DeAndre yeah. Ayton. Um, he fits that mold. I don't I don't see him stretching the floor shooting threes or anything. But, you know, Rudy Gobert is the same way, but he's a defense first guy. So <laughs> Right. And not to say that that, you know, there's anything wrong with that because there's not. It just depends on who you pair up with it. 
Giannis is the first guy that I, you know, who's put an entire team on his back and carried them without another really, really big superstar. So it's fun to watch, and the NBA is in good hands for you know because LeBron's out of there in what two or three years. Uh, yeah, I, I read something interesting about trading LeBron. By the way, that I thought to myself, man, that's not a bad idea. Trade LeBron for AD and call it a day. <laughs> I, I imagine LeBron probably has a no he trade does not. clause, right? He does not. Are you kidding me? Nope. And that that was the most shocking thing that I read over the weekend that he doesn't have a no trade clause. And I, when I was thinking about it, I was like, man, that seems crazy to me. But his age is also up there. Like he, the end of his contract, he'll be like thirty-eight years old. So right. maybe the Lakers did that as safety of like, all right, you know, maybe we can trade him back to Cleveland. Cleveland's not getting better anytime soon. So no. You know, if he goes back there for a year, kind of like Kobe did, he'll put some asses yeah. in the seats. You know, in his last year, try to score sixty every night. And then can you imagine if they traded him? That would be like, it would be almost scandalous. The best. I, I would fucking uh, love it so much. You it know it I would hate turn LeBron. the. Oh yeah, it would turn the NBA on its head immediately. I don't. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I honestly don't think any of the teams involved had the balls to do that. That's a fucking move right there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't either. I don't think it's going to happen, but uh, it would be the best. It would be the greatest thing of all time if they did. If if that cocky motherfucker who tried to get AD from the Pelicans and they, you know, he basically fucked up his whole team, their whole team. If if the the Lakers brass just said fuck it, let's just trade him to the Pelicans. That would be amazing. Trade him for AD and and Zion. And then give up Lonzo Ball. Just give him like the shitty pieces, so that way LeBron's got to deal with Levar Ball every day. Yeah, like here's all your oh. shit that you brought to LA, motherfucker. Take it with you and get the fuck out. That'd be, would be that would great. be super funny. <laughs> would be great. It's oh, definitely man. not going to happen, but man, that would be great. Uh, I would love, love, love to see it. I want to talk about this fight over the weekend. Um, you and I have talked about you know the death of boxing for a while, and I said, look, there's a few heavyweights out there that are really fucking exciting. Uh, the 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 Deontay Wilder fights on Saturday night was one of the most yeah. brutal knockouts I've ever seen in the history of boxing. I actually thought that guy might be dead. That Brazil guy. Yeah, those those big guys, man, they hit hard. I I tell you, uh, we the were at the Brown contender Bomber. series. Whew. Yeah, when we were at the contender series, we watched uh uh what's his name, the football player Greg uh, Hardy. Hardy. Yeah, Greg, Greg Hardy. Hardy he fought a guy that used to be a defensive lineman for uh, for Tampa Bay back in the day. Um, and these are two fucking... Like, imagine... If, for those of you that have been to professional sporting events and you know what a dude that's six six and 280 pounds looks like just walking around, it's like, holy shit, that's intimidating. When you see two of those guys fight each other in the ring it is incredible <laughs> dude i'm telling you it's like some kind of roman fucking uh gladiator bullshit and i greg hardy hit that dude so hard that i thought he was dead well like, look no, like the, I, with, there was with, an audible gasp in the room when he hit him yeah and with wilder in that fight too i thought that guy was i thought there was a good chance he was dead and i don't yeah. know if you heard his comments earlier on in the week before the the lead up to the fight he goes look I'm here to kill someone in the ring. I want a body on my record. This is the only sport where you can legally kill another man and get away with murder. And he goes, I want this. When he hit that guy, I thought for sure that he was dead. And I was like, oh, my God. I mean, it was one of the most spectacular knockouts of all time. Again, man, I'm screaming for Wilder Joshua. That would be epic. 
I don't know if Joshua wants any part of Wilder, though, after seeing that fight Saturday. I don't know, man. I wouldn't fucking fight. So, uh, Andrew Schultz, who is a fucking hysterical stand-up comedian, by the way. If you don't, if you guys don't know who he is, go check him out. Uh, but he he did a piece with all of his guys on their podcast. Uh, I think yesterday or the day before. I think it was yesterday. Um, about how much would you fucking uh, how much money would you have to get paid to fight that guy? And you know everybody had their own answer. One of the guys, he's like five foot six or something. He's like, I would never fight him because he would literally kill me. Like if he punches me once solid, I'm gonna die. Um, maybe not right there on the spot, but I'm going to die of the head injury at some point. Like it's not, there's right. no amount of money that's worth that. And I agree. I wouldn't fight that guy. I would shoot him. Like there's no fucking way. <laughs> he is a beast, man. That was a fun, it was about two minutes and 17 seconds of, of pure magic. When he knocked that guy it, out, I thought, I thought he, he was, he was dead and never coming back from it. People, I, people I, love I, knockouts. People love the long ball. People like wrecks at NASCAR races. Hell yeah, uh, man. People, and like, people and like three-pointers and dunks. They don't want to see fucking defense. I'm tired of hearing about defense. Get out of here with this shit. Yeah, and, and, and the heavyweight division right now, you got uh, Tyson Fury, you got Deontay Wilder, and the, you got uh, Anthony Joshua. Those three fights, they, they need to start pairing those guys up, man, and you, you could bring it back again because – Holy shit, it's fun to watch. That was that was an unbelievable knockout. So uh I'm I'm excited for the next fight. I don't know who it's gonna be. I know they're all signed with fucking three different networks, so good luck trying to make that happen. But that's what the people want. And uh the heavy look, it, boxing could be back. The heavyweight division could be back, but we've gotta start seeing these mega fights happen. Yep. Um, either way, congrats to the 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 Brown Bomber, man. Hopefully we can get him on the show one day. I know he did Rappaport. And he was great. I, I listened to that episode. So we'll see. Well, I mean, shit. If he's talking about murdering somebody, this is the show he needs to be on, to be honest. Yeah. Because that's just how it is, right? You guys can rap about that, dude. I've always wanted to murder. So me, I think all three of us would get along. Be Why hands. don't we bring uh, Brian Brahman from, the, from uh, the Texans and Cowboys back and let... We we can get him and Deontay Wilder on one of those trips over to Africa where you can hunt poachers. We'll just go over there, meet you, the two of them. Baker can be our guide because he sticks out everywhere he goes. Uh, we'll just put like a deer suit on him and have him hang out with a deer out there. And then we'll murder some fucking po- poachers together. I mean, It'll be a very good bonding experience. That was still one of the craziest sports interviews we've ever done of all time. Oh yeah, him and Jay Hills from On It. That was hilarious. <laughs> like I, I, I honestly went back and watched it the other day because uh, I was looking. I was actually looking for something that I had said when we were on that uh, Super Bowl trip. But anyways, I watched that whole episode, and it's just madness. Like Brahman looks like a kid in a candy shop. He's like, "Oh my god, I can murder somebody!" And Jay Hills is like, "What the fuck are you guys talking about?" It's great. Uh, I love Jeremy Hills. I'm a big fan of that guy. Yeah, he's a good dude. Uh, D'Anthony. Fun night, yeah. dude. This is uh, this is gonna be a fun night of sports. Uh, I'm I'm amped to watch the games tonight. See what happens. See if the predictions come true. Uh, again, go to mybookie.com this week. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles your deposit from 100 all the way to 3,000. And then next week, dude, for the NBA Finals, we're doing a special with DraftKings, and uh, we'll go over the rules and regulations of that. But uh, it's cheap and and it's fun, and uh, we welcome them aboard next week. D'Anthony, you'll be here. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll, I will. I'll, I'll see you next week, my man. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, for D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. We're the Drinking Bros. Good night, everyone. Good night.